0: What's up, guys? This is Tim Roller with Tim Roller Photography. This is my weekly podcast. It's called Over It. Are you over some stuff? I'm over some stuff. And that's what we're going to talk about today. What we're over. What are some things I'm over? You know what I'm over? People being overly impressed with themselves. I'm over it. I'm over people calling themselves the best I don't care how good they are. They're not the best. One thing I've learned, there's always someone bigger. There's always someone better. There's always someone more prepared. There's always someone out there willing to knock you off your throne whether you like it or not. You're gonna get older, you're gonna get worse, you're gonna get better, Your something's gonna happen, but you're never the best. And that's what I'm over. My favorite guitar player is Steve Lukather from Toto. He is undoubtedly the man. I talk about him all the time, and he's played on. I don't know the the band Toto has been nominated for like 250 Grammys of songs they've played on, which is you know, it's astounding. It's it's un unbelievable. They've played. The band has played on like five thousand records or or songs or whatever. Five thousand, really? I mean, this cat is a monster, and I love to listen to interviews. In fact, I have a signature Steve Lukather um, music man guitar, and it is I, I bought it to hang it up and just like look at it and think, yeah, Steve Lukather touched this. But then I accidentally sat down and played it, and it plays itself. I have a couple guitars, not too many, but that absolutely is my favorite guitar. I love it. Um, So if you're looking for a good guitar, go get the Music Man L3. Music Man, Steve Lukather model. If you pay a little extra, he'll sign the back plate of it, and it's pretty awesome. But back to Steve Lukather, I've seen many interviews, and he's just a humble guy. And that's what I love about this cat, is he is a humble guy. And when they ask him about the, you know, 250 Grammy nominations, he goes, yeah, you kind of, you know, just go to work and you play and you look back on your career and go, wow, that's, that's kind of cool. But he he's never said he's the best because I don't think he believes it. There's a lot of great guitar players out there, but If he actually said, I'm the best guitar player of all time, I wouldn't like him as much. Even though I think he is the greatest guitar player of all time. I know that there's going to be like 10,000 million people out there that completely disagree with me. And that's cool. So let me put it this way. He's my favorite to listen to. I listened to Jeff Beccaro play. He played Rosanna. He's in Toto also. Monster. He didn't invent anything, but... He, let me just get through this story before I say anything. One of the best drummers of all time Humble would never say I'm the best drummer of all time in fact he referred to as a drummer and I'm a drummer also as when we refer to time we refer to like keeping track of time well you know one, two, three, four, one, two, three. you got to be consistent got to be right there you can't move, can't get faster, can't get slower it's got to be right there all the time so he this is this is what he said about his time. My time sucks. Okay. Now, when someone asks me, "Are you a good photographer?" I never say, "I'm the best photographer." I say, "You know what? Go look at my website. You tell me." I don't know. I kind of think I'm not very good cuz I look at my work and I think think how I can get better. And and that really should be Oh, I got a text. I better turn that off. Um that really should be how we look at things. How can we get better? Not, oh, we're the best. We've arrived. Um, but Jeff Beccaro kind of summed everything up one day when he was, he was doing a clinic. And this is on YouTube. You can look it up. Um, he had a bunch of people listening. And he goes, okay, everybody would asked me, where did I come up with Rosanna? the beat for Rosanna, because it's really, if you don't know the song Rosanna, please go out and listen to it like a thousand times. It is a clinic on groove. It's a clinic on pop songs. It's a clinic on guitar playing. It's a clinic on horn playing. It's a clinic on drums and the shuffle, the purdy shuffle on steroids. So Jeff was talking about it. He goes, you know, I uh, st- I stole uh, uh, two, two beats from different drummers. I kind of took some from Bernard Purdy and the Purdy Shuffle, which kind of is the guy that invented the shuffle. And John Bonham's Fool in the Rain from Led Zeppelin. So I took these two, and he talks about, you know, he, he talks about, um, he plays the beats, that each of these guys' beats, and he goes, now I kind of mixed them up, and I did it like this, and he showed it when he did it. And he goes, and then I added the kind of the Bo Diddley beat, boom, 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 boom. 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 So that's where I came up with the Rosanna beat is I stole basically three things, put them together, and that's how I did it. And it's really not that hard. And he said, someone asked him, what's your favorite kind of beat? And he said, and he go, they go, what's your least favorite beat? He goes, I hate playing shuffles. Well, Jeff Beccaro is shuffle. Now, God rest his soul. He's no longer with us. He tragically died when he was very young. It broke my heart. Um he inspired me to be a drummer. He inspired inspired me to be a a quality musician. I actually met him, and he was standing out. <laughs> I went I went to this concert with this girl that I really liked, and evidently the band liked her too. Somebody in Toto liked her too, so they won. So she went backstage, and I'm like, "Yo, bro, my girlfriend went backstage," and I didn't know who this guy was because the concert didn't start yet. He goes, he goes, uh, "Well, they're." Uh, He goes, sorry. (laughs) I said, well, can I go back there? He goes, no, man, you can't go back there. I go, oh, well, I'd like to, you know, kind of meet some of the band members if that's cool. He goes, well, I'm the drummer. You want to talk to me? I said, yeah, man, I'll talk to you. So we talked for a while, and I was a kid. I didn't even know who I was talking to. And then he gets up on stage and he starts playing. I'm like, wow, this guy's like a god. I mean, he is—he was as solid as they came, and, and and I was so young; I really didn't even know what to what what to listen for in a great drummer. But this guy was so solid, and I just talked to him like he was the janitor. I mean, he acted like he was the janitor. He didn't act like he was some super duper great drummer. He was just out smoking a cigarette, um, and this was in like before '80s, '79 or something like that maybe 78, it was when his first album just came out, and they were worlds of fun. It was a great day, memorable day. I met Jeff Beccaro. I know him. He doesn't know me. So, you know, but if he ever, if I ever heard him say, and I know he never would, uh, even though he's no longer with us, if I ever heard him say, yeah, I'm the best drummer ever, I would, he would no longer be my favorite drummer. Because arrogance is like, suck. Arrogance is like, suck. If you're arrogant, you automatically suck. If you think you're the best of all time, really pretty much by default, you're not. And your stock goes down. So I I listened to this, this interview with LeBron James, where he declared him to be the best basketball player of all time. And I just thought, Wow, did I just did did he actually just say that? Man, that's crazy. Because I'm a Michael Jordan fan. I mean, I love Michael Jordan, but you know there's a whole bunch of guys that came before Michael Jordan. I personally think Michael Jordan is the GOAT. The greatest of all time. But you know what? You talk to Magic Johnson. You go back and talk to some of the old guys. I mean, Wilt Chamberlain—he's the only one that scores, scored a hundred points in the game. You can't discount Wilt Chamberlain. You can't discount Wilt Chamberlain. He was the man. I mean, he was—he was like—he was, like, was the—he was awesome. Wilt Chamberlain, Wilt the Stilt. So there's a lot of great guys out there, and for anyone to declare, "Hey, I'm the best," yeah, I'm the best. That just is like, what, whatever. Um, if you listen to Stephen A. Smith talk about who the greatest one ever uh, ball player ever is, he'll tell you he thinks Michael Jordan is. He doesn't think um, uh, LeBron is. Um, yeah, I say that with contempt, don't I? Uh, I don't know him. I'm sure he's a very nice person, um, but he he says, you know, it, it's all a matter of our perspective because if we go back 20 years and talk to those cats that were out there playing ball. It's gonna be it's gonna be a different story, and, and I'll tell you one thing about LeBron James. He never played the Detroit Pistons in the late '80s. He never played Bill Lambeer. cause that whiny little sissy wouldn't have made it. Now I know he's a big intimidating guy. I know that he has won championships. I know all that. And this isn't about sports. This is about being humble. Humble will buy you stock in people's minds. No one wants to be around an arrogant jerk. I mean, There may be a few people out there, I don't know. But for the most part, mature people don't want to be around arrogant jerks, which is one thing that I try to live by is pride comes just before the fall and your ego is not your amigo. Your ego is not your amigo, bro. So don't let it get in the way. Check your ego, like don't check it at the door, like get rid of it because pride comes just before a fall. But I want to tell you about my favorite Michael Jordan story. This takes just a few minutes. I was at church picnic, a church picnic in Panama City, Florida, and Michael Jordan was playing in the finals, and I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm the only one in the house I'm the only one in this house. There's a picnic going outside. There's probably 30 people out there. And I won't tell your name, but very, very beautiful young lady who had just had a baby. Some people know where this is going, don't you? So I'm sitting on the couch inside watching Michael Jordan play in the finals. And this very good-looking woman comes up with her baby, sits right next to me. And when I say sits next to me, she doesn't, like, sit on the other side of the couch. She doesn't sit on the other side of the room. I'm on a couch, and she sits next to me. Now, she's not touching me, and I don't think it was, like, flirting or anything, but she just wanted to chat. And so she sits down, and I go, hey, how are you? And she goes, fine. And she pulls out her boob. And starts breastfeeding her child. Now, if this gets me in trouble, just FYI, I don't care because I'm older. But I was speechless. I didn't know what to say. I, I thought, oh, my God, what if, what if her husband walks in and sees this happening? What if my wife walks in and sees this happening? I'm like, I'm going to be killed either way. I think I was more afraid of her than I was of him and i you know i don't know how it is today i'm kind of a, a less less like not squeamish but less whatever than i was back then because back then it just it wasn't something that people did you had to be a pretty radical person just walk, walk up to someone sit down next to him that, that you don't really know very well and and pull out your breast and let them see the whole the whole thing <laughs> like the, both colors <laughs> <laughs> and then just sit there, like, I don't know. It's Tuesday, and this happens every day, and start feeding your child. And I'm, you know, I'm looking, but I'm trying not to look. And, you know, she starts ta- and she's talking to me, and you're supposed to look at someone's eyes. And you think it's hard, and I know women, I know I know girls, everybody's mad at me, I know, I know, I know, I know, it's okay to breastfeed your kid in public, I know, uh, power to the nipple or whatever they're doing now, uh, free the nipple, that's it, free the nipple, girls want to go out and free their nipples, and just let everybody see them, so I'm all for it. Anyway, so we're sitting there, and she, uh, again, I'm, I'm just like, oh my God, don't look, that's all I can think of, don't look, don't look looked. Dang it. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. And I finally just got up and left. I mean, she won. I left the Michael Jordan playoff game until she got done feeding her kid. I went outside and I stood next to the door and made sure. And here's another thing. Was I being a a creep by watching her breastfeed her kid? But all I wanted to know whether she was done or not, so I could go in and finish the game, the Michael Jordan final game. So anyway, that's just a real funny story, and I saw her years later, and I and and I brought it up. I'm like, "Do you remember when I was watching the ball game and you came up and started breastfeeding your child?" Um, and she started laughing. She goes, "You know, I do remember that, and I'm so embarrassed that I did that." And I said, "Well, it's cool now." And it was it was kind of half awesome, half mortifying back then. So, but it, it's a heck of a good story. Um, so. Back to who's the best. If I ever heard Michael Jordan say, Yeah, I'm the best of all time, his stock could probably go down in my book, even though I do believe he was the best of all time. It's it's good in life to have this ah shucks. Tom Brady, probably the greatest quarterback ever to live. Aw shucks. I'm just I just go out there and do my job and and I just kinda, you know, and you listen to him and you don't think he thinks he's the greatest of all time. You just think he loves to get out there and compete. So I am over ego. I'm really over it. I don't like it. I don't like it in myself. I, I can feel it rising up sometimes. And I like to, I'm like i like, squash it down. Squash that thing down. You put that thing deep down. Don't let it come out because pride comes just before a fall. And at the end of the day, my ego is not my amigo. So, you know, someday on these, uh, on these podcasts, I'm going to have like guests. I'm going to be able to afford a guest or someone's going to want to be able to come on with me and I'm going to look for guests. If you want to be a guest on my podcast, please give me a call. Again, my name is Tim Roller. Remember your ego is not your amigo. My email is Tim at TimRoller.com TimRoller.com. No, my email is Tim at TimRoller.com and my website is TimRoller.com. I hope you guys enjoyed this webcast, webcast, podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Have a great rest of the day. Love y'all. Talk to you later. Bye.